0: Jordan, does President Biden want to cancel student loan debt?
1: He seems to be getting into getting into the idea.
0: Jordan Weissman covers the economy for Slate. I called him up to talk about these rumors that Joe Biden is about to forgive a huge chunk of American student loan debt. I was curious about what was happening here because President Biden, he has never been enthusiastic about this idea. My impression watching the Biden campaign, that he was kind of bullied into the idea of promising to cancel student loan debt by Elizabeth Warren, who was like, I'm getting rid of this on day one.
1: Barely even. I'd say he is like grudgingly suggested he might sort of do something possibly. (laughs) That was sort of his (laughs) his stance. No promises. Um, Yeah, no problem. Basically, during his campaign, what he said is he would be open to canceling up to $10,000 of student debt.
0: Oh, and by the way, Congress should do it.
1: Right. That was the key. He's like, if Congress will do it. And I mean, Congress was not going to do this.
0: After getting elected, President Biden stuck to his guns on this, even when voters confronted him with emotional appeals. Hello. Good evening, Mr. President. Student loans are crushing my family, friends, and fellow Americans. Me
1: too. Early on in his presidency, he had a town hall uh, where this young woman asked a question about student debt forgiveness and, you know, whether he would do something along the lines of Elizabeth Warren's plan to cancel up to $50,000 in loans.
0: What will you do to make that happen?
1: I will not make that happen. (laughs) And Biden just flat out said, I won't do that. No.
0: And his logic at that town hall was basically like, I don't want to give away money to someone who went to Harvard or Yale. He kind of made it about a class thing, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, that was his rationale.
0: If Joe Biden has been delaying taking some kind of major action on student loan debt for years at this point, why do you think he might actually do something now?
1: Because uh, his presidency's agenda is in tatters. <laughs> That's sort of... So, I mean, right? Like, that's, that's the, the real talk version. I mean, most of what he wanted to do is just dead in the water.
0: Today on the show, Congress may have forced Joe Biden's hand when it comes to student loan debt. Is that a good thing? I'm Mary Harris. You're listening to What Next? Stick around. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So do me a favor, Jordan. Can you give me a way to picture student loan debt? Like, how big is it?
1: Do you want me to, like, try to give you how many bank faults it would take to hold all of it? (laughs) Kind of. Um... It's one point seven five trillion. It's around there at the moment. Um, the federal share of that is a bit smaller because there's still some private student debt outstanding. There are about forty something million borrowers at, at this point, which is you know a good share of the young people in the United States. I guess the simple way to think about it is after mortgage debt, which kind of just. Totally swamps everything else is by far the biggest source of debt in the US. Next is student loans, right? Hmm. It's more than auto loans, it's more than, you know, credit card debt. And student loans are basically the the second largest source of consumer debt at this point in the United States.
0: And since the beginning of the pandemic, this debt has been kind of on ice, at least at the federal level, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, they've they've frozen payments.
0: no interest either.
1: Yeah. So student debt payments have just been on pause since the pandemic started. And, you know, my joke for a while was just that, like, they shouldn't forgive the debt. They should just continue to keep the payments paused forever and ever. (laughs) They should just keep (laughs) kicking it down the road because no one really seemed to care. Like, right. There's just like no political reaction to extending the debt freeze. But within Washington, there's this kind of groan like, oh, God, we're really doing this. They extended the freeze until like August my feeling was that it wasn't, whether or not you thought it was good policy or bad policy, you you sort of had to admit it was a very funny policy. Like, like whether you were for it or against it, it was just a a really ridiculous situation that this was kind of how they were dealing with it.
0: You mean because they were going to theoretically have to renew this like right before there were midterm elections and they just kind of kept doing it?
1: (laughs) Exactly, right? Like, are you really planning to f- tell people that they have to pay in August of an election year? Really? Like, no, clearly that wasn't going to happen. So it was getting a little bit absurd. And I think the the Biden administration finally, just like the, the sense of shame must have caught up to them where they were like, we, we have to make a decision here.
0: Have Americans gotten used to not paying this debt?
1: I'm sure a lot of them have. Yeah. I mean, it's been like two years. Like some people are going to be really angry when they have to pay this debt again because, you know, there are $200, $300 a month is going to be coming out of their pocket that wasn't before.
0: Whether you think forgiving student loans is a good idea or not, everyone can agree the rollout of this potential policy has been haphazard. It started a few weeks back during a conversation with the Congressional Hispanic Caucus when the president mentioned that debt forgiveness was something his administration was taking a closer look at. That left his press team scrambling to explain exactly what Biden meant here. On Tuesday, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki confirmed Biden is considering taking executive action. And we have talked about how we are looking at and he is looking at other executive authority uh, options he has to bring relief to uh, people who have student loans. Um, So that's what he
1: conveyed during the meeting. There's a part of me that just thinks maybe Biden just like kind of opened his mouth about this because it was what was on his mind and like there wasn't really a plan to like maybe this is just he kind of opened his mouth and suddenly we're doing it but anyway we've we've, we're just sort of here now and talking about finally doing this thing that's been on the left's agenda for for many years at this point at least since occupy wall street
0: and ten thousand dollars has always been the figure that biden's talked about when he talked about relieving student debt like when you talk to someone like elizabeth warren she was like First day in office, I'm going to sign an executive order to relieve $50,000 worth of student loan debt. And Biden's position was always like, eh, not that much. Right. So it's a little bit of a, I don't know, compromise number.
1: It is. And to people who went to graduate school or a, an elite nonprofit school, went to an Ivy League school or Ivy Plus, like $10,000 just doesn't sound like very much. It's like, oh, that's, one-sixth of my tuition for a year or something. Um, but I think one, one useful way to think about it is that if you forgave $10,000, you'd entirely wipe away the loan balances for about one-third of borrowers, right? Wow. So around one-third, you'd, you'd just totally eliminate them. And then about one-half of, of borrowers would see their balances either wiped out entirely or cut by at least half, Right. Hmm. So another way to say that is about half of borrowers with outstanding balances have debts of twenty thousand or less right now. So you know you, everyone in that bucket would see a substantial reduction in their debt. Um, so it it does eliminate a lot of the loans that are on the books. It sounds small to some people, and activists don't like that number because they want something much broader. They want to see all this debt wiped away, but it's not a tiny act of forgiveness. It's it's not negligible by any means.
0: And you've pointed out that it might actually help the people most in need, people who maybe took on debt and then realized they couldn't finish school for whatever reason. And so they're kind of on the losing end of both things. They have a lot of debt, but then they also don't have a degree. So this would, you know, boost them, which might be really important.
1: Right. So one of the big questions about student debt forgiveness is if you're going to do it, What's the best way to kind of target the people who need it most? One way to go about that, and it seems like the Biden administration is sort of thinking along these lines, is to try and target it by income, to have some sort of test for how much you make, and people who earn over 150000 or whatever aren't eligible. And in theory, it makes sense. The question is whether or not the government is actually positioned to do that administratively whether or not the Department of Education really has the capacity to pull that off, considering it doesn't really have access to our tax data. And so forgiving $10,000 is a pretty good way to help out that class of American, the, those those people who've kind of gotten a raw deal, without giving away too much to you know, the corporate lawyers of the world or the, the surgeons of the world.
0: More progressive lawmakers are still trying to get get with Biden and convince him to do more here. Like, we've had reporting in the last few days that Chuck Schumer and Elizabeth Warren and Raphael Warnock are, you know, wanting to meet in the White House and just make the case for more. And I was I was struck when I heard how public some of them were being. Like, Georgia Senator Raphael Warnock, he gave a commencement address at Morehouse, and that's a college where... You know, of course, in 2019, the commencement speaker paid for everyone's college. He said, you know, for this class, I will pay for you. And apparently when Warnock spoke... Sadly, as I close, I'm not able to announce to you as one commencement speaker did. I can't pay off your loans, brothers. But I am pushing President Biden to cancel student loan debt. So it seems like a pretty public campaign here to really hold Biden to something that he's been pretty clear he doesn't want to go big on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there has been. Uh, Chuck Schumer has been pushing this from the beginning of the administration very hard. Yeah. You know, and it makes sense that Warnock would. His constituency includes a lot of black voters who you know, are struggling with this debt. Uh, So it's not shocking that they'd want to push as hard and have, and if something does happen, have their name sort of attached to this. I think politically it makes sense, especially if Congress isn't doing a lot else that people are excited about. You can sort of at least say, hey, I fought on this issue and got the White House to deliver.
0: When we come back, the downside of eliminating student debt.
1: The future of America is in your hands. This is not a movie trailer, and it's not a political ad, but it is a call to action. I'm Mila Atmos, and I'm passionate about unlocking the power of everyday citizens. On our podcast, Future Hindsight, we take big ideas about civic life and democracy and turn them into action items for you and me. Every Thursday, we talk to bold activists and civic innovators to help you understand your power and your power to change the status quo. Find us at futurehindsight.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: I think a lot of people listening to this podcast might hear, you know, Joe Biden's considering wiping out $10,000 or more of student loan debt and think, that's great. Like, what is the downside here? So I think it might be useful to lay out some of the arguments against canceling a chunk of student debt. First, I'm wondering if we can talk about the political argument. Like, this is being articulated by strategists like Paul Begala, who showed up on the Bill Maher show. He basically said canceling student debt would piss off the working class. I I went last week. I spent uh, Wednesday last week uh, in Chicago with the Machinist Union. Not one of them came up to me and said, gee, I really hope you take my tax dollars to pay off the debt of somebody who went to Stanford. Right. I wonder what you make of that argument.
1: It's probably true to an extent. There are definitely some Americans who see this and say, hey, I never got that benefit. Why aren't I getting any money? Or some people who say, hey, I, I paid off my loans. Why are these people getting their loans paid off? And they feel it's unfair. And you can see
0: J.D. Vance already using this in his Senate race in Ohio, kind of nudging at people like, you know, the Biden administration wants to fund the elites, send money to colleges where, you know, then he can make it about they're teaching about critical race theory. Like it just opens up a whole mess for him to right. talk
1: about. And I think the the response from you see on Twitter to that a lot is like, oh, people who think that they had it bad, so everyone else should have it bad, too, are horrible. <laughs> I don't love engaging with the argument in the end because it's just people feel how they feel. People have very strong emotions about the word debt. And moral judgments. Right. And it's just it's baked in, right? It's just like for a lot of people, they are going to react poorly to this. And I I don't think there's any way to escape that. I think, you know, the question is, like, how do the majority Americans feel and how do, like, swing state voters feel? Most issue polling on this actually is pretty good. It seems to be a roughly 50 percent plus issue. Sometimes some polls show there's wider support for it.
0: And even among people who don't have college degrees themselves or college debt themselves, right?
1: Yeah, because they know someone who's struggling or they have a a child who is struggling with it. I mean, there's, you know, it's, again, like such a high percentage of Americans go to college now that this isn't really a niche issue. So it it seems to pull decently. I've never seen it pulled just like in swing states, in battleground states, which ultimately is what really matters politically. How does it pull in Wisconsin or in Georgia, et cetera? You know, that, that's really the, the big question. I don't think there's a clear answer on that. So the politics of it are like, are messy. They're messy. I don't think there's any way around that. It's going to really excite some people. It's going to really piss some people off. And it's kind of a gamble. I don't think anyone really knows how it's going to work out in the end. But... The question is, like, how badly does Biden want to do something to excite his base? And how good an idea does he think it is on the merits?
0: There's also the argument that if you made people start paying their student loan debt, it might help with inflation and forgiving the debt might somehow keep inflation high. What do you make of that argument?
1: Basically, it's true. The question is magnitudes. Our problem with inflation right now is that consumers are spending too much. I mean, that's part of it. There's also the supply chain issues, but that's colliding with just like, there's a lot of demand in the economy. There's a lot of money floating around and that's helping push up prices. So the most obvious way to deal with that is to take money out of people's pockets. And student debt payments are basically a tax. They remove money from the economy and they, you know, send it back to the government's coffers. And on the other hand, if you forgive the debt, that's going to make inflation a little bit worse than it otherwise would be. People are going to have more money to spend the question is like how big a deal that is and i've seen various estimates it's probably it's a difference around the margins it's not going to like make or break our inflation issue right now some estimates i've seen are like maybe a half percentage point on the cpi
0: the consumer price index
1: yeah exactly so instead of having like 7% inflation in a year just to pick a random number if you made people start paying their student loans again maybe that would drop it down to 6.75% or 6.5% inflation, right? Like that hmm. that those are the kinds of estimates I've seen. It's not like a huge difference, but it's a difference. And I think the other thing to think about is that there isn't much upside economically right now like in a macro sense, right? Like if people used to talk about forgiving student loan debt as like a good economic policy because it would be a way to stimulate the economy and it would do things like help more people buy homes because they'd have more money in their pocket, they wouldn't have as much debt right? And so they'd be able to spend elsewhere and, and rev things up a little bit. We're at a point where we don't need to stimulate the economy. If anything, like the Fed is trying to slow the economy down in order to bring down inflation. So, you know, stimulus is kind of counterproductive right now. So you're not going to get like, a lot of the economic benefits that people have kind of talked up over, over the years just probably aren't going to materialize. So it's really about just like helping individuals with their financial situation, which is like, that's a fine policy goal, right? Like everything doesn't have to be about macro. It can just be about making like certain people's lives better. But it's just like that's another thing to keep in mind.
0: There is a pretty convincing moral argument against forgiving student debt that I want to talk about. And this argument is that if you do this, if you say, OK, student loans, you don't have to repay them up to some amount of money, it only fixes things for the people who already have student loans. And there's a whole line of people each year Going to college, taking out loans, and getting saddled with debt. And so it doesn't really do anything to fix the larger problem that we're inflicting on generation after generation at this point. And I wonder what you think about that argument.
1: Yeah, it's true. That might be like the most serious policy flaw here. This is a one shot deal, it doesn't fix any of the fundamental issues that are plaguing the way we finance higher education in this country. It creates a lot of what you call it moral hazard, right? <laughs> like you just you forgive a bunch of people's debt, and what you've just done is it, it creates an incentive for schools to encourage kids to take on more debt. I guarantee you that if this happens, some for-profit college marketers are going to tell students, potential students, they are on the phone with, "Hey, it's okay if you borrow a bunch to go to our school, because the next time a Democrat is in office, they're just going to forgive the loans." Like that that will be I I Oof. I almost guarantee that's going to become a pitch. It's so easily foreseeable. So, yeah, they're they're dangerous to doing this as a one-shot deal and obviously it also opens the question, well, what are we what now? Like you've just basically admitted that the entire way we finance college is such a wreck that we have to forgive a lot of the debt and that this is something Democrats are going to potentially going to do in the future. How do we reform it? And how do we reform it when Republicans are probably going to have to come to the table to pass anything. The fact that you're not fixing the fundamental issue, you're just kind of putting a a Band-Aid on it. You know, it's one of the reasons I kind of think of this as like C-plus, C policy at best. It's not a long-term solution in any way, shape or form. There's one more thing I
0: want to talk about that's a potential problem with this loan forgiveness, which is that Joe Biden, as we said, he can't get things through Congress. He would need to do this through executive order. But the risk in doing that is that there's a chance this isn't legal or that it'll at least be challenged in court. And so there just might be a lot of question marks around, is debt forgiven? Is that okay? What happens next?
1: Right. Lawyers and law professors and people like Elizabeth Warren have argued that the president has the authority to do this on his own. Thanks to a piece of the Higher Education Act that uh, authorizes student loan program that allows them to settle and compromise, quote-unquote, on any debt, right? The idea is, like, if someone is having trouble paying a debt and they have to go to court and you're just trying to get part of it back, you can strike a deal with them. You can forgive part of it, you know, and if that means you're going to get 75% of the loan or something. And it was, it was pretty clearly meant for that kind of circumstance. It was designed to deal with individual cases, not, like, mass forgiveness this way. Not
0: trillions of dollars of debt.
1: Right, like, exactly. Like, it just, it's its very obvious to anyone who reads it that, like, this was not the intent. But, taken literally, it, like, if you just read the text, like, yeah, you can see where there might be an opening for this. It sounds a little, di- it's always sounded dicey to me, and the Supreme Court has long had this essentially, a policy, you know, which they call the elephants through mouse holes rule, right? Which you're not, spo- <laughs> you're not supposed to try to, like, fit an elephant through a mouse hole, like some huge right. policy you want to, like, you can't find, like, you're not supposed to look for some tiny loophole and then try to push some massive spending agenda through it. Like, that's, and the court is just like, no, th- that's not what this was written for. And there was, that was an Antonin Scalia classic. So you could sort of see the court pushing back on, on that basis. Given all the criticisms you
0: just laid out one by one and there are a lot of them, to forgiving student loan debt. How do you feel about this as a potential policy?
1: Yeah, I've gone back and forth on it um, a lot. (laughs) I think I was on another podcast I was like, I'm sort of in favor. um, And I think I'm torn about it because the thing is, our higher education system has victimized a lot of people. I believe I've said this on your show before, but my main argument for why student debt forgiveness wasn't a bad idea at least as part of a bigger reform of higher ed is that for a lot of years the federal government has essentially acted as a like as a predatory lender. It's been giving money to people to go to schools they should not have been going to with no questions asked about whether they'd ever be able to repay those funds, right? Like hmm. that's and it has the ability to like garnish their paycheck if they can't make the payments, right? I mean if anyone but the federal government was doing that you'd say it was loan sharking or it was yeah, it was it was predatory and a lot of people have suffered as a result there's no question and so yeah i think that the federal government has something to atone for there has, has something it needs to fix cuz it it aided and abetted all of this but at the same time just doing it unilaterally without fixing any of the fundamental issues is just like such a bad way of going about it I mean, I guess, like, I'm kind of in favor of it, especially since so little else is happening, probably going to happen in the administration, but, like, I can't say I'm strongly for it. Like, it's sort of like I'm, I'm genuinely ambivalent, um, because just doing this without any larger reforms is just, it's a tough call, I would say. And the only reason I think they are, again, in this position where they're really seriously considering it is because so much else of the agenda has failed.
0: Jordan Weissman, thank you so, so much for taking the time. I'm really grateful. Thanks for having me. Jordan Weissman writes about the economy here at Slate. And that's our show. What Next is produced by Carmel Del Shad, Elena Schwartz, and Mary Wilson. We are getting a ton of support these days from Anna Rubinova and Sam Kim. We are led by Alicia Montgomery and Joanne Levine. And I'm Mary Harris. You can go say hi on Twitter. I'm at Mary's desk. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you back in this feed tomorrow.